Hello, this is Self Work, and I'm Dr. Margaret Rutherford. This is not exactly a YGTG or you get the gist, because I have a special request to make. And I fully realize how difficult it might be for some of you to even consider this. So my request is made very respectfully. I'm writing a second book about the potential dangers of destructive perfectionism, of suppressing emotional pain, of hidden depression, and at its worst and most cruel, how those secrets and despair can lead someone to take their life, leaving others behind to wonder what was so intolerable, and how they didn't have a clue that anything was wrong. I'm reaching out to you who may have loved someone who died by suicide, and their life looked not only perfectly normal, but highly successful. What I think and certainly hope my first book, Perfectly Hidden Depression, did was to offer the realization that your life doesn't have to look like it's crumbling for you to be depressed, that this kind of depression doesn't look like classic depression, and you will not fit criteria for it. In fact, your life can look quite fulfilling and successful to others. But underneath, there's pain that's never been worked through or perhaps even recognized as important, even more tragically, denied or kept stowed away in the unconscious. I've been honored to hear from some that perfectly hidden depression gave them this structure through which to understand and not shame themselves for sadness, fatigue, confusion, or terror of being found out or of looking vulnerable or out of control. As a child, this perfect-looking persona may have acted as camouflage so that you could protect and defend yourself or push yourself to meet others' expectations. But with time, that camouflage has become heavier to wear, and the solution has become a huge problem. I think what made that first book work were the stories. Stories of people I interviewed that came forward and volunteered to talk about how they became so rigidly organized. They made the book come alive. I see me in that story was something I heard quite often from readers. I want this second book to be just as real. Tragically, I cannot hear the stories of those who kill themselves from them. Unless they left behind a journal or a note, no one may know their story the way they would tell it. The story of that happy-go-lucky guy who always remembered your birthday at work or had a nice thing to say who shockingly killed himself. Or the woman who chaired the local Heart Association fundraiser, who three weeks after the very successful event took her own life. What I'm asking for any of you who feel able or ready is to email me with the stories of your loved ones who have died by suicide. Now, most suicides are shocking, of course. Some may occur in the midst of chronic and deepening depression. They may happen because of the perceived imprisonment of an illness, or perhaps even a huge loss of some kind. Those are important stories. Those were very important people, but they aren't the stories I need to hear or feature in the book. The stories that will help this book come alive are the stories of your son or your daughter, your friend or your spouse, your mom or your dad, who kill themselves in the midst of what looked like a very successful and happy life, even to you. Confidentiality will be entirely kept, of course, and identities will be masked through changing any kind of information that might reveal such an identity. I know I'm asking a lot, but I've also been contacted now by several people who have volunteered, and all I did was to make this request on Facebook. One woman said, 
anything to keep my son's name alive. If you're interested or can see your way through to do this, please email me at AskDrMargaret at DrMargaretRutherford.com. Please put book in the subject line so I'll be alerted immediately what it's about. And then I'll contact you and set up a phone conference or Zoom if you'd prefer. I'd want to know what you may have figured out with time, what clues there might have been. I want to paint a picture for those who might need to hear this message of how perfect seeming is often far from perfect. I greatly admire the parents of Maddie Holleran, who allowed Kate Fagan to tell her story in what made Maddie run, the story of her life, but of also her tragic death by her own hand. I'm sure it was a painful decision for them, but one that has helped many. I thank you ahead of time, and again, I'm asking with all due respect, knowing that a conversation with me might bring up pain for you, but hopefully it might also bring a sense of meaning. Maybe your story and your loved one's story could help someone else. Please share this if you know someone who might consider volunteering, and I thank you for your help. As always, take very good care. Thank you for being here. I'm Dr. Margaret, and this has been my special request here on Self Work.